Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. Six years ago, a young African-American man gave a speech at his Atlanta high school in a voice choked with pride. I will not stand before you today honored and humbled to be the first African-American male valedictorian of Booker T. Washington High School in more than a decade. As proud as valedictorian Deontay Bridges was six years ago, the idea of an African-American at the top of his class was not unusual at Booker T. Washington High School. There must have been just as much pride, but an extra measure of bravery as well when a young African-American, Alvin Hall, stood before a largely white audience under a Confederate flag at Wakula County, Florida High, delivering the valedictory speech for the class of 1970. That silence is all that's left of that prideful moment. Alvin Hall has gone on to do well, as valedictorians often do, author of nearly a dozen books about financial literacy. He's an art collector, a TV and radio host. But that one little credential that started him on his way has been erased from history until a few weeks ago. He returned to his hometown with the takeaway tagging along. Since 1976 or 1977, I've not driven past the school or seen the school. Wow, it's now the Wakala County Eagles. It was the Wakala County Rebels. And the school mascot was the Rebels and the school flag was the Confederate flag. All this week, you will hear Alvin's story of his return to Wakala, where he grew up in poverty with six siblings. Part of a Black History Month celebration because Alvin was his school's first black valedictorian. But Alvin's name and picture was not part of that history. Instead, he says two white girls who had graduated that same year as salutatorians replaced the picture of his young face, ready to take on the world. And now Alvin Hall's emotional return to Wakula High School, where he took a small but important step in the struggle for racial justice in America. Wow, it is the same. This place was really Southern growing up, and they held on to those Southern values and that sort of life before the Confederacy. It was all over this place. It was all over this place. Yeah, we used to gather out here. And this is exactly the same. Yep, lunchroom was here. My locker was down this hallway. Down here was where the graduation was. My old high school. I graduated in 1970. The people have changed, but the place looks essentially the same until you see how it has grown in what used to be a field behind the school. After visiting the school in the mid-70s, I vowed never to return. I knew my past as the school's first African-American valedictorian was being deliberately forgotten by those who ran the school back then. The message to me was simple and clear. As a black American, you don't own your own history. Forty years on, it was time to correct the truth that had been ignored. Let me introduce you to Ms. Hutchinson. She's also on hello, our committee. Hello, Ms. Hutchinson. Alvin Hall. Thank you so much thank for you. being here. We're thank so you. excited. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. It's really emotional. Much more so than I thought it would be, actually. Oh, here we are. Wow. There's Deborah Coxwell, who is a salutatorian, and Melinda Harvey. We all look so young. 
Why don't you sit over here in this section close in, please? Good morning. My name is Alvin Hall, and I was valedictorian of the class of 1970. And the first thing I did when I graduated was to run away from this place. <laughs> I knew from a very early age that I wanted to leave Wakala County, and my whole being was designed to get out of Wakala County. So this is my first visit back here. I've literally not seen the school, not been back here since 1976. And in essence, and I think I can talk about this, I was kind of erased from history here uh, because we were the third integrated class and as a black valedictorian here, it was very, very controversial in the 1970s. And so um, I just, when I came back here, and I saw that my picture was no longer up, I decided that my time with the school was done. I took my class ring and sold it, and I never looked back, and I never came by the school again. So when uh, people sort of discovered me and asked me back, I decided it's time to come back and see this. So I'm here today to answer any questions you want about anything. Yes? So are you rich now? Having learned about Wall Street and how money works, that helped me start to develop my own financial security because I was raised extremely poor. We used to say I was raised po. I was so poor we couldn't even f afford the O-R in the word. That's how poor we were. It was really poor. When I left here, my grandmother gave me $50 in a little floral handkerchief, and it had $50 in that little handkerchief. And she put that in my hand. I remember she took it out of her bra and put it in my hand. I still remember that, too. Right? And she gave me that money. And she said, you know, if you're ever in trouble. You know, I kept that $50 until 1991. I never spent that money. Did I think my life would be what it is today? Never. Never, never, never. Do I take any of this for granted? No. Because it could all change tomorrow. What one piece of advice could you give me for the future? Remain open to the possibility that good things will happen. Um, do you think growing up in Wakulla County like, affected your life at all? Oh, yeah. I was lucky to be raised in a community of people who really cared about me. And so I've created families everywhere I go in the world. So although I don't come back home, where's my nephew? My nephew is here. He's right there. Right? And he can tell you I didn't come home very often. I create families everywhere I go. It's quite a journey from Wakala High to Yale. But it all began here. And while I might have been a curiosity to some of the old administrators, there were some special individual people who saw something in me that I was unaware of. One of those who championed me further was Miss Freddie Grooms. God, it's good. It's so good to oh, use you. Oh, thank you. And a big success you oh, thank are. thank you, thank you. I am so proud of you. I have been talking about you all my life because without you having talked and got me to Yale Summer High School, I don't know where I would have been today. That single act Come on. changed my entire life. You it's know, the, the most you. satisfying I... thing in the world is to have your students say you made a difference. And you did. But that's really, really what I did. consider the best compliment that you could have. Yep. After all these years, somebody still thinks that I made a difference. I feel very lucky that I, at this point in my career, had the opportunity to say to you what you meant to me. Because you didn't know me from anybody else, but you would. I thought when you were talking to the group, you were often talking to me. To me. Phew. 
That's true. That's what I, I thought. I think I might have been. Oh, gosh. And it changed everything. This is too much. It changed everything for me. Sometimes I don't think the young people realize their own greatness. It, it just takes time for them mm-hmm. to sense it. I'm sorry. This is going to be too much. But um, it's just wonderful when it works. Yep, when it, it is. Works. It is. Changed my life. Mine, Thank you. Too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, thanks. Tomorrow, Alvin's journey continues as we learn about his family, his faith, and who gave him his first piece of financial advice. Did your high school experience have a lasting impact? If you could go back, what would you tell your younger self? Miami, Florida. High school was a melee of frustrations, laughter, crushes, heartbreak, countless study hours and homework and tests, but it was a necessary experience. If I could go back and mentor my younger self, I would tell myself, you are you and nobody else. Don't conform. Don't settle. You don't need to please others. But God, be beautifully you. We'll have more on Alvin Hall's return to his hometown of Wakulla, Florida. This week, we'll be posting all of his stories at thetakeaway.org slash Alvin Hall. And as always, tell us your story. Thanks so much for listening. I'm John Hockenberry. This is The Takeaway. The Takeaway.